Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. How's it going? I know that you're all used to Joaquin doing his silliness as the intro, but um, he's not here, right? He is at the beach in Puerto Rico visiting. I'm going to try something. I'm going to try something. Okay, okay, okay. Hello, <laughs> everybody. All right. That wasn't Joaquin. That was Angel. <laughs> up, Angel is the, as you already know, he's the... The, the third, the third musketeer when it comes to this podcast, right? He's the go-to. So Joaquin right now is spending the holidays in Puerto Rico. Um, if you live in a cold area and you listen to the podcast, then you can join us in hating on him a little bit. Just just a little bit. Uh, he sent us a screenshot of, of the weather. The temperature in Atlanta was like in the 40s. And then the temperature in Carolina where he is in Puerto Rico it was like in the 80s. And um, like I did my best. I did my best to like restrain myself and not text him. Ah, you suck! Stop sending me that, right? So we, like, I think we both did. I, I don't think you responded either. Like, oh, yeah, oh yeah, that's cool. I responded on the the message he wrote. Of, I mean, the the ice cream thing oh. outside of Walmart. That was pretty cool. That's that. pretty cool. He sent us a picture of a Walmart in Puerto Rico where he is. That um, that is just. It, there's a McDonald's stand that's outside the Walmart, but it's just the desserts. So you can only get the ice cream cones, the sundaes, whatever else. It's just desserts, just cold desserts. And when you're in a tropical island and it's like 80, 90 degrees and it could feel like it's 100 or over, right? You don't have to go inside Walmart <laughs> to go into the McDonald's and deal with it and just stay out there, get yourself a soft serve. I think, that's a, I think that was a genius idea. Whoever came up with that, kudos. Yeah, in Puerto Rico or Florida, yeah, even New yeah, York, yeah, because, even yeah, New York, New like York, New York and, and Florida, like yeah, maybe Puerto Rico. Yeah, so it, like those two areas in Puerto Rico is crazy because when I go down, you know, to vacation, and I go down to Florida, we go to this uh, this place, um, the OBT OBT Street, and yeah, 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 yeah. OBT. Um, when you, as soon as you get there, there's like three or four school buses, but they just made it into kitchens. So they wow. open they open the side, and that's tripleta. It's oh, you know Cuban sandwiches. You got the pastrami. Now now the pastrami one. This is the first time I have I had ever tasted a pastrami, a pastrami sandwich that instead of being in slices, they cut it in little cubes. What? Yeah, so it's like little cubes of pastrami, which made the sandwich thicker. I was like, man, this is the, yeah, it's the best pastrami sandwich I've ever tasted. No slices. It was like they grabbed a chunk of it and cut little squares, and that's what they put in there. I was like, man, it's my favorite. We went we went to Luquillo Beach, right? Because, of course, I got, we got to go to the beach, right? So we went to Luquillo because it was close to, it's close to San Juan, right? And I wanted to take my in-laws to, to Viejo San Juan at night. Now, we went during the day, but I wanted them to see how it was at night. So we spent the whole day in Luquillo. So we went to one of the kioscos. And 
this this specific spot that we went to, they sold tripleta pastelillo, like the empanadas, yeah. right? With tripleta meat inside. Yeah, heaven. Not only that, I bought my in-laws um, shark kebabs. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, I I have, but I wanted them to try because, you know, you're out in Poland. You're not going to have that in Poland, right? They had to go back. I think they went back They went back home a couple of weeks or the week after we came back to, to Atlanta. So I was like, all right, hey, they have shark kebabs. You guys, you know, you willing to try it? My father-in-law was like, oh, yeah, bring it, whatever. Whatever you eat, I'm going to eat. The only thing I've eaten other than, you know, obviously fish, but it's like turtle. Um, which made me slower. Nah, but what's crazy was I go to Nicaragua for mission trip. We go over there. I see the picture where it says that the turtles are in, how you call it? Like when they're, they're dying, you know, the instinct. Oh, yeah, they, they, yeah. Are they called? Danger. Danger. Yeah. So, so. Uh, we we get to the place where we're staying at, and the pastor's the pastor's wife. She made a great um, turkey, like stew turkey. I mean, I'm sorry, stew uh, turtle. And I was like, man, this is delicious. Like, I didn't know it was turtle. And I said, she's like, well, you, what you think it is? I'm like, stew beef. Like, it's great stew beef. She's like, you just ate turtle. Right. So the next day we get on the little plane because you got to go from Bluefield to Managua. You take a little plane. Um, so we we're about to we're about to go to the to the plane and there's this big sign that says you know it's turtles endangered. endangered species right so I'm looking I'm reading <laughs> the pastor that's our guide which he's the uh, from Puerto Rico he's there with us he goes look it looked like the turtles we ate last night like the ladies just like allowed. allowed the ladies like behind the little glass window like. Like, is he serious? And I'm like, yo, we're gonna end up in jail, man. Then we, I mean, he's gonna be like, then we, he probably, we, he probably end up in jail and be like, oh man, we suffered like Paul did. No, <laughs> no Paul wasn't God. dumb. Like <laughs> we here, <laughs> it was a call of gospel, not for dumbness. Like uh, so. Um, but funny story. When I had turtle, when I had turtle, we when we lived in Puerto Rico, my my dad brought us a turtle, and I'm like, you know, I guess. When in Puerto Rico, you have tropical, tropical things as pets. So we had a pet turtle, right? This big old turtle just walking slowly around, like just freely around the house. So I come home from school one day, right? And I'm like, where's the turtle? Where's the turtle? Where's the turtle? Nobody answers me. Where's the turtle? Where's the turtle? And I'm just thinking in my mind that it went outside. It's just like in the in the backyard or whatever. <laughs> yeah, guess what we had for dinner that night? We had to- oh. We had turtle. But anyway, uh, Joaquin is in Puerto Rico right now, spending the holidays, the Christmas holiday over there. And I was going to do the podcast alone, but it's funny. I was going to speak about, I, I reached out to Angel because I wanted to speak about a certain subject having to do with music and how believers idolize um, non-Christian artists. And listen to all that non-worship or non well, non-Christian music, right? When I say non-Christian music, because I'm the guy that gets on the podcast talking about, well, music isn't Christian, you know, because it doesn't give his life to the Lord. But music that doesn't glorify God, right? So and they they idolize that and they emulate that. 
right? So that's what I wanted to talk about since Angel and I especially are heavily involved with music. Um, you know, Angel does all the music for the podcast, and we were both artists at one time. Actually, we used to do a lot of events and stuff together um, as far as ministry is concerned. And so we're, we're both heavily involved. And Angel used to make a lot of my a lot of my beats, too, a lot of my tracks. So, <laughs> right? so you know, we're, we're both heavily involved still. Um, so it was the, the perfect, the perfect topic to speak to him about. But then I remembered, wait a minute, like it's, it's, this is Christmas week. So when I got here to Angel's house, I'm like, yeah, we'll save that for, for next year because, um, we want to, we want to make this our, our holiday episode, right? Especially since Joaquin's not here. So, um, um, overflow podcast favorite. Because I think to to date, um, this guy, the episode that he's featured in is like our most listened to episode. It was battling for a while between him and Carl Lentz, but then he just beat it out. Um, I'm speaking about the great Uzuhan, um, brother and friend. So he he lately has been putting out just like singles. Like every month he'll drop a single, drop a single. Right, so it's like super busy. So... He dropped today, today Friday, we're recording on Friday, um, he dropped a new Christmas song, like the first time he does a Christmas song, and it's with Ash Lamb, a New Zealand native that um, that when he went to New Zealand for, for the DJ for 12 and Friends show out there, that's where he connected with Ash and with Cass. Um, so I don't know how they did it, but I guess this is... It's technology, right? So, um, but they were able, Ash, Ash Lamb from New Zealand, um, Uzu from here with Sam Ock, the musical genius known as Sam Ock, uh, producing the track. They were able to record a, a Christmas song called Presents. And I, I'm not going to lie. In true overflow fashion, right, last week I, I, I dropped the, well, I reached out to Angel about the music topic. And then when I got here, I was like, oh, no, I just remembered it's Christmas next week. We're going to do a Christmas topic. Uh, let's talk about, like, all the dumb ways that people will think about Christmas and all, even Christians, how they, like, yeah. think that Chris, Christmas is pagan and all that. It has pagan roots when historically it actually doesn't. But we can save that for another time also because then I had Angel listen to the song um, and listening to the song – I got inspired yet again for another conversation, right? <laughs> but, you know, it happened last week with Joaquin. I don't remember what we were supposed to actually talk about, but he started talking about something, and that became the podcast. Um, but right, th- the song speaks about presence as in presence of God or be or your presence over presence, which are the boxes that are going to the tree, right? It's, um, the the hook is as saying, I don't need your presence, gifts. I just want your presence, right? And um, and it caught my attention because because of Christmas, right? And the the fact of the matter is that the fact the 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 fact that we can feel the presence of God, right, or that we have the gift of the Holy Spirit, is because God gave us Jesus 
as a present, right? Like the first present or the first gift from God was when he sent his son, right, in human flesh to die for, 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 for the redemption of, of his creation, of man, right? So it's like, you know, the flip. Like if not for the present, we will not have the presence. And in this time, you know, it's Christmas time, we lose focus of the presence because we're focused on the presence, on the gifts, right? Everything is all oh, Christmas, 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 you know, and we forget, you know, to be to be that guy, to be to 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 be Christianese, right? To speak the Christianese, like we forget that Jesus is the reason for the season, right? Because you know we get focused to, from Black Friday, oh, we got to get this gift, get that gift, get this present, that present, and we forget that the greatest gift of all was given to us, right? That's what we celebrate, right? And I don't care. Jesus was born on Christmas 25th in December, on Christmas 25th, December 25th, or he was born in August 25th. Right? I don't care. That's not important. What's important is the fact that he was born and the reason why he was born. And the reason why he was born is because since God had already promised to not destroy the world with water again, right, with the flood again, right, he did something else. Right? If you really pay attention and, you know, Angel being a pastor as well and like really getting now he's getting deep into theology, which I love because now we could really get get into the the like we say in Spanish, the, the carne, the meat, the meat of a scripture and, and, and everything theological, um, you know, um, a sacrifice was needed for the remission of sins, right? A uh, a perfect and unblemished sacrifice was needed to cover the sins of God's people. But since Jesus was the ultimate lamb, the ultimate sacrificial lamb, right, to cover the sins of all creation, right? See, in the Old Testament, it was only for his people. The people promised to Abraham, right? So it was only the bloodline and the lineage of Abraham, right, which is why Jesus had to come from that lineage, right? So in the Old Testament, it was just for the Israelites or the Hebrews, and because of Jesus, it's now for all creation, for the entire world, for everybody. Whether you believe in God or not, God believed in you so much and he loved you so much that he gave up his son. So I want to have that conversation about, you know, how how easy it is for us to forget the presence because we're the presence, you know, because we're focused so much on the presence, on the giftings, right, on the gifts. When you're talking about Christmas, you cannot help. Um, to think about these things or that you have experienced. Um, I had a conversation with a good friend of mine. Um, he started, you know, going to a church where they only attend services on Saturdays. And he's really heavy into the Shabbat. Um, he's like, um, you know, Jesus was not born on the 20th, December 25th. I said, you know, that's cool. Um, and like you said, we're, we're just, we know that he was born one day. Mm -hmm. Um, he kept talking, and I said, uh, but why are you so concentrated on the 25th of December? I said, and after this, he didn't say nothing else. I said, how many times your birthday falls on a Tuesday, and you celebrate it on Saturday? And he goes, millions of times. I said, okay, so is it wrong? No. So why is it wrong for Jesus to be born one day, but we decided to celebrate it on the 25th? Or, or when, when you get... President's Week or President's Day off from work because it's a federal holiday, 
right? Because it's supposed to be for the birthdays of Washington and Lincoln. They just put it together one day, right? That's not on their real birthday, right? But you still take the day off. You don't get mad. So, no, well, that's not Washington's birthday. I'm going to work. You don't get mad. You're like, woohoo, I got a day off, right? It's funny because a lot of people come to me and say, well, you don't celebrate Halloween because it's pagan, but you celebrate Christmas. Christmas is pagan, right? I didn't want to talk about this today, but hey, whatever. Um, I had to tell him, well, no, I don't celebrate Halloween because as an ex-Satanist, I know exactly what goes on during Halloween, right? I know about the sacrifices. I know about the mantras. I know about all the services and everything that's done because I partook of the animal sacrifices. I partook of celebrating, you know, Satan. And, you know, for, for, for Satanists, that's um considered that's as important to Satanists and to devil worshippers and to pagans as Easter is for Christians. Right? Like we celebrate Christmas and it's great. But like for us, it's all about Easter, because it's all about the resurrection. Right? And and I was like, that, that's why I don't celebrate Halloween. And I, I celebrate Christmas because Christmas is the one time where we can celebrate the miracle of God being made man, right? For our redemption. But it's not just Christians that celebrate Christmas, right? Everybody celebrates Christmas. Even atheists, they probably won't say it Christmas because it's the name of Christ in it, but, you know, the songs are all joyful. Everybody's talking about peace on earth and goodwill towards men, right? Not realizing that they're quoting the angels that came to declare and to announce the birth of the Messiah. Those are the words that they use. Whether they know it or not, they're still saying it, right? Everybody's being polite. Everybody's being nice. Everybody's singing Christmas songs. I know people who don't believe in God who love singing Christmas songs that talk about the birth of Jesus. But anyway, um, I have, hold on. I have a Bible verse that's um, it's pretty awesome. Um, it's found in Zephaniah 317, right? And this is what it is, right? Because uh, Angel and I were speaking before we started the podcast how the 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 gift of the presence of God is something that we that we sometimes forget about, right? We um we either see God as one time, even I saw God one time as so vast, right? And so like all powerful and whatever that I in my mind I thought, well, you know, I believe in God. I love God, right? If I'm going through something, I'm not gonna bother him to ask him for help or anything because there are people out there who've got real problems, right? There are people out there who need salvation. Me, I just need a job, right? But um, but we forget that that God is out there as an awesome one, right? But then he is also there as as as, as an intimate father, right? So Zephaniah 317 says, the Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exalt over you with loud singing. Right? And um, Angel got stuck on the exalt over you with loud singing because, you know, like I said, music. Um, but it's, 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 it boggles the mind. Like, it's mind-blowing to know that this God who created everything that we see, right, who is all, like I said before, almighty, Right, he's um, omniscient, omnipresent. Would still be so lowly enough, right, to 
come to us and exalt over us. Like he'll exalt us. Like he'll lift us up and he'll he'll sing our praises. Right? That's that's like that's crazy to me. That's crazy for me to think that that this God would do that, right? And it's only because right, it's only because of the gift. The gift, you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that all who believe in him will not perish but have life everlasting, right? My favorite one is 17, you know, for he didn't come to the world to condemn the world, but so that all through him might be saved. And and that's the thing. The gift of his presence or the present of his presence is what we sometimes either take advantage of, right, or we sometimes just forget. It just came to my mind. This is crazy. Um, by Jesus being our main gift, we also forget that when we accept him as our savior and the Holy Spirit dwells in us, Holy Spirit comes with these presents that are, you know, you got the, the gift of healing. You know, you got all these, all these gifts that they're just waiting to be unwrapped, you know? And, and I say this because I, I'm picturing right now somebody just like us, just standing up, like crying out, like, Lord, what what do you have for me? Like, instead of looking at, the, the you know, being in his presence, we just want to see his hands out trying to give us a present. Right. And the Holy Spirit that dwells in us came with presents. Yeah. And the thing is, a lot of times we seem or we look, I see uh, what a picture I see is like when it, when, and I've been through this before you go under the tree, they give you the gift, you open the gift and it's not what you want it. And you looking like, wait a minute, or, or you um, open one or two gifts, there's three left and you excited about these two, you forget about the other three and they were better. You know, and they're and they're better. And what happens is that we, the Lord, might have want to use you in different areas of your life. He has these 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 gifts in you. You know, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And because you got excited about one, you forgot about the other two that He got. You got excited about the gift of singing, and you forgot that you know He also has like gift of healing for you. Right? It's like uh, when I was a kid. <laughs> this is funny. I told my aunt this before, and she just laughed at me. Um, when I was a kid, one of my aunts gave me a pack of socks, right, like thermal socks. So, you know, real good for keeping your feet warm. She gave me a pack of socks, these thermal socks, and then she gave my brothers toys, right? I think I was like 9 or 10, and she gave my brothers toys, and um, and I was mad. Dude, I was mad. I'm looking at them playing with their toys, and I'm just there, like with my head down, all mopey, holding my pack of socks. For me, that translated to that she loved them more than me, right? Because they got toys, they're having fun, and I just got socks, right? I was mad. But then, like a week later, we had a blizzard in New York. We had a blizzard, right? And, okay, so New York, is like is not like Georgia. Georgia, it snows. Everybody shuts down. Schools are closed. Whatever. In New York City, and specifically New York City, you get a blizzard. You're still going to school. You are not only going to school, but you are walking through the snow to school. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> you're taking your butt and you're walking to school. And the snow could be up to your knees and you're crunching through the snow to go to school. If if like the if it hasn't been cleared off already. Um so I remember, yo, like blizzard, right? And the next day, hoping to hear New York City schools are closed. Nope. All the other schools are closed except for New York City. Dude. Put getting dressed. Right? Mumbling, grumbling, getting dressed. Because my mom being a teacher, she also had to go to school. So it wasn't like, oh, yeah, you kids can stay home. No, because mom was a teacher, and she taught in the school that we went to. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we're all walking to school. Luckily, the school is only a few, I think like two blocks away. But still, it's two blocks away in the freezing cold and the snow. Bye. I saw the glory of God when I opened up my, when I pulled out a drawer, and I saw those thermal socks. Right? No, I looked at my brothers and I, when they asked, can I wear a pair? No, these are mine. <laughs> Titi got them from me. No, put on these nice little warm thermal socks, throw on my Tims. Yeah, I can feel my feet warm. I was probably lying. I was probably, I don't even remember if it was real, really that I felt my feet getting warmer. Or maybe I did because thermal socks and Timberlands, forget about it. But look, this is what I wanted to try to mention earlier what I was thinking about it says um, and it says uh, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 7 says now to each one the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good to one there is given through the spirit a message of wisdom that's one gift it says to another or one presence as we talk about presence yeah, a gift. Presence. to another a message of knowledge by means of the same spirit to another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between spirits. That one, that's real. That's real big. Now, what's crazy is, and I'm gonna pause there. That one right there, I thank God for that one. For some reason, in music. I can catch what's behind the curtains, what what, what he or she was trying to do. Right. You know, I'm like, why I feel so bad about this song right here? I go to the history of the song, why it was made. I was like, no wonder. <laughs> no wonder. Uh, then you have to another speaking in different kinds of tongues. So this does not mean just, just the spiritual tongue that we're right. used to listening to church, you know. Um to another, uh, it says, uh, and to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one. See, and, and that's the great thing, right? Because <clears throat> on this present, presence over present thing, right? Even when, when Jesus ascended back to heaven, right? The disciples were worried because they felt that they were being abandoned. And he had to say, hey, I will not leave you alone. I will not ever, you know, abandon you or forsake you. Um, uh, another is coming in my place, right? So even before, you know, God made sure that he gave us the gift of Jesus. And Jesus made sure that in his place, we get the gift of the Holy Spirit, right? And the best part of having the gift of the Holy Spirit, of the presence of the Holy Spirit, is what you just said, is that the Holy Spirit came as a gift so you wouldn't feel alone 
So when we feel abandoned, right? That's why like like um Jesus referred to him as the comforter, right? And the Holy Spirit comes bearing even more gifts, right? All the gifts that you just read, right? Not just his presence, right? Because in order to receive and to have those gifts made manifest or be made manifest, right? You have to get walk in the presence of the Holy Spirit or walk with the presence of the Holy Spirit. So you have the gifts and then you have the fruit, right? And the fruit of the Holy Spirit are more gifts that become real or, you know, come, <laughs> come to fruition because they're fruit, um, the closer you walk with him, right? So, like, it's, 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 it's amazing to think that, um, again, again, you know, um, my, my, um, <laughs> my, my stepson, my stepson, um, when he was a kid, he used to say that he was afraid of God because he was so big, right? And I said, well, what do you mean? He said, well, you know, God is in, in the heavens, right? And, you know, you look in the sky, the sky doesn't end. Right, so if God is there, that's so big. Like God is so big. So I had to explain to him, yeah, yo, God is that big, right? But God made Himself small, so that He can love you, right? And and if you think about it in um in that context, right, that God is so big, but He made Himself small so He can love you, right? Then you 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 realize that the greatest gift that God gave is relationship with his creation, right? David says in the Psalms, you know, um, I incline myself to the Lord. No, no, no. I cried out to the Lord, right? And he heard my plea. He inclined himself. You know, if you if you think of the word incline, it means that he bent towards him, right? So David cries out to God, and David said that God leaned in, like, as big as he is, Right in the heaven, in heaven, he leaned in and he came close to David and he heard his cry, right? And and to think, you know, no, that's not something that only David got to experience, right? That's something that we can all experience if we cry out to God, right? Which is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is to have that great faith. It's funny how faith is a gift, right? Is to have that great faith to know that as as vast and as big as God is, right, he will still lean in and hear us and help us and and allow us to lean on him because of his love for us, right? Um, I think that as believers, right, I'm not talking about non-believers because why? Why would I talk to non-believers about how great God is if they don't believe? But I think that as believers, we sometimes think that, it's either it's either one of the two. Whether we think that God is so big, that God is so big that um, like I like like me, like I used to. He's so big that my little problems were not worth his attention, right? But I know that as a dad, right, there's no problem too big or too small that I don't care about my children, right? I don't care what it is, right? When when. Cal comes over to me because, you know, he wants to watch something that he can't. For me, I hear my kid crying. I don't care what it's about. I'm going to come in and I'm going to destroy everything and everything around to make sure that I get to him because that's my son. That's my boy. And and one other thing I want to talk about 
I was talking about um, earlier that, you know, sometimes there there are um, a lot of times there are gifts that are um, unwrapped. You know, right now, I know here we sitting down, there's gift gifts unwrapped that we probably haven't even looked at yet, you know, and thought about. And the thing is this, I was just thinking about and here going my crazy mind again. Um, I love basketball. I love basketball, and, and <laughs> yeah, we were Knicks. Fan, we're Knicks fans. Um, I love basketball, uh, and uh, I've always um, admire uh, Kobe Bryant, you know, um, because of his dedication to the game. Now, why am I bringing this? Uh, Kobe Bryant in one of the seasons, he he broke his right arm, um, and obviously that's his shooting arm. Uh, and he had to sit out. Now, he's making millions. Um, he's one of the best scorers ever. We already know that by that season, we already knew who Kobe Bryant was. Um, and, and the reason I'm bringing this up is because um, there's there's probably people listening to us right now that are struggling and where where the God where God wants to use me. What is my gift? And I know I got this gift, but I, I know I want to do more. And you feel like you're in a season of, you know, dryness of, of like, I want more or I don't see I don't see an outcome to this. And I don't feel like I'm being used and I'm always going through trials and tribulations. And and the reason I bring this is when Kobe Bryant, having all the money in the world, broke his his right arm, um, he could have just sat down, wait to heal and come back and be Kobe Bryant. Uh, be the Kobe Bryant of the 26 points a game, uh, Kobe Bryant that we know, the, the leader or whatnot. But what this man decided to do that throughout this rehab, he started practicing with his left arm. So, yes, he started practicing with his left arm, passing with the left arm, shooting with the left hand, uh, doing a lot of stuff as a lefty. Now, guess what? When he healed, now we got the Kobe Bryant that we used to seeing but there's, there was a monster now because he switched. He switched. Now, this is the thing. What I'm trying to say is that whoever is listening to us is that when you feel this way, like uh, there is a, a, how you call it, like a like a step back. Like when there's like a setback. a setback. When there's a setback in your life, it's not, it's not always because it's, you know, it has to do with something that it's wrong. It, it maybe has to do that you've been um, – strengthening up or being good at what you do with the gift that you know you have and there had to be a setback so you can wake up and unwrap that other present and, and, work, that and work that muscle out yeah. and then when you and then when you heal when it's time when you when everything when when the season is right guess what instead of one one present one gift you got two and you you, you know the gospel can be spread even more because you just added another skill set Kobe added another skill set. This man started averaging more than 30 points a game. He had an 81-point game versus Toronto. But it was because of that setback that made him work all the other areas where he was weak at. He became strong. And then uh, today he's a legend because of his dedication. Um, We can sit down and say, oh, I'm having a setback. That's good. You know, I preached a couple of times. I healed a couple of people. Um, when the time is right and I get out of this desert, 
Uh, the Lord will let me know when it's time to step back out there again and do what I got to do. But the Lord is probably telling you right now. Now, nah, the reason I'm letting you go through the desert is because there's two un un unwrapped gifts or yeah. presents. And you have to unwrap that. I'm not going to unwrap it for you. Yeah. Now, these are there's the thing. This is where this is where pastors come in. And, and this is and I'm going to tell you, I'm human. I get frustrated. I'm a youth pastor. And this is what I'm teaching my youth. And next year is going to be all about presents and, and gifts that the Holy Spirit give us. You know, I already started last week talking about it. And it's crazy that Slim Jay did not know this, you know, and this first time you hear about it. And he didn't know that this is what I'm teaching about. But us, you know, also as leaders or whatnot, the sheep needs leadership. The sheep needs the pastor to help them unwrapped. Yes. The pastor can't sit back and be like, you know what? I think you're great in the Lord's time. You're going to find out what you're good at. No, the pastor got to help them unwrap that gift. And that's yeah. That's discipleship. <laughs> and a lot of times the, um, and we're going to go, we're going to go back to Christmas. We under, we under, a lot of times we under that tree and we opening up the present that had, don't have our name in it. Oh man, wait a minute, <laughs> yo, a yo, we we opening the present that does not have no that you've been y'all been through that situation. I know I've been through that when I'm trying to open. This looks big, and the, your grandma says that's not for you. Not for you. That's not yours. <laughs> that's not yours. <laughs> you know, so 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 we go through that too. But guess what? The Holy Spirit is gonna help us. But also, if there's pastors listening to us, you're also called to be like, hey, brother. Hey, such and such, that present is that gift is not for you, the Lord, because the pastor, they say uh, one thing I listened, uh, I was listening to Rick Warren not too long ago. He said, others will find out a lot of times others will find your gift, will tell you your gift before yeah. you do. Yeah. So when pastors are looking out for their sheep, they're like, wait a minute. Oh, this guy is so great at singing. Uh, why? Why is he trying the piano? There have been times that I've had to tell people. Who've been who've been doing ministry with me, or been wanting to do ministry with me? It's like that's not what your gift is. Yeah. Oh no, but I know that's great. I love your passion, and I love that you're passionate about that. But your passion isn't always your gifting, right? Focus on your gift. Yeah. Your gifting is whatever, blah 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 blah. Right? That's your gifting, right? That's what I see. Your gifting is. Now, you can align your passion with your gift, but you must focus on building your gift. And you have to, you have to focus, like you said, you know, focus on the gift that's yours and don't focus on the gift that's somebody else's, right? Because your gift, Angel, I might not have the gifts that God has allowed you to manifest, right? And vice versa. But I'm not going to hate on you because, hey, God, well, Angel has the gift that I want, right? I can want them all. But it's not it's 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 not what God has given me, right? So instead, dude, let's combine like Power Rangers. Let's get your gifts, right, with my gifts, and let's go evangelize, right? Because the gift that we've been given is not for us to keep to ourselves. The gifts that God gave, gives us or gave us and gives us is for us to give that gift out to the people who don't know that they have this gift, that this gift is for them, right? So whatever gifts that we have, Right? First, the gift of God and the presence of the Lord and the gifts that the presence of the Lord manifests in us is not to keep to ourselves. Right? 
because you know, I remember as you know, if you have a a racetrack, right? A racetrack is fun, but it's more fun when you're racing with someone else, right? Games are more fun when you play with someone else, right? So the gifts that were given to us were given to us so that we can give away to the people that don't realize that God is the ultimate gift and that he gave of himself for them, right? It's to reach other people. So the one thing that I'm asking everyone is, hey, remember that his presence was the ultimate present, right? And we should always acknowledge his presence at all times, but especially at this time. And um, before we say goodbye, thank you, Angel, for for doing this with me. And Merry Christmas, everyone. And enjoy, enjoy your presence.